0: Have you ever wondered where narcissistic traits actually come from? Like, are they innate and people are just born with them? Are they shaped with upbringing? What does it actually look like? Are narcissists born automatically coming out with self-centered tendencies? Or do life experiences mold them into the personalities that they end up becoming? So I want you to join me today on exploring, like, as we dive into the origins of narcissism and try to understand how upbringing can play in a significant role in shaping of the narcissistic individual. And if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Realm Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, your guide in the 45 day clarity challenge to help you break free from the trauma bond, the rumination, the intrusive thoughts that keep you stuck in a toxic relationship over and over and over again. In this video, I want to talk to you and we're going to dive into a couple aspects about narcissism, discussing first off two points of view whether narcissists are born with their traits or if early life experiences contribute to their development. By understanding the interplay between nature versus nurture, we aim to shed light on the complexities of narcissistic personality traits. Talking through even aspects of parenting, talking through different aspects about acceptance, what this actually looks like, how it's actually formed. So if you haven't already, click subscribe. We're going to have more content every single day about narcissism and share this with someone that might be going through something like this as well. Okay. Now, the first thing I want to be, bring up is the whole conversation of nature versus nurture. It's a big debate. We see this a lot of times of like, no, they were born this way. No, they developed this way. All these different things. And this has long been a topic of interest in the field of psychology. And it's no different when it comes to understanding narcissism of like, what is actually making this happen? Nature versus nurture. Now, some, argument, some experts will argue that certain genetic predispositions or innate personality traits may contribute to the, the development of narcissism. From what we've seen and from just my own opinion, okay, because I'm not coming from like a psychological standpoint, from my own opinion, like it's not something that someone is automatically like, you're narcissist coming out of the womb, you're not a narcissist. Like, I don't believe that. But what I do see is like people have different traits and different developmental processes and thoughts and ideas that are going to predispose them to either becoming that way or not becoming that way. Now, does that mean that as soon as you come out of the womb, you're doomed to either be an empath or a narcissist? No, I don't think so. I think it has more to do with what's actually happening in the growth, in the development of that person. Because on the other hand, people emphasize like the role of like early life experiences, particularly parenting styles in shaping a person's narcissistic tendencies now I believe this has a bigger aspect to it than what people really understand and believe because they typically only look at the end result they're just like well that person's a narcissist they must have come this way or that person's a narcissist and their family was narcissistic so it's genetic in reality of like it's not just genetic like they grew up in that environment they grew up with a narcissistic father so like that's what they saw that's how he actually was raised. So a lot of different pieces of it. Now, even with all of that, it doesn't mean that a narcissist is always going to come out of a household that has a narcissist in it or that has a household that is abusive. There's different nuances, different aspects about it. How I normally try to describe it is it might be from abuse, okay? So it might be physical, mental, emotional, sexual trauma that has happened in the relationship, okay? Or it could be different trauma that has happened outside of the family dynamic that has influenced them in a very negative way, producing this aspect of shame and guilt that I have to be able to run from, okay? The other piece is also having this relationship with shame, which we're actually going to talk about later this afternoon on a later video. But this relationship with shame that they haven't actually processed, they haven't actually worked through the issues of it to have it understand that it's not just like taking over the life and destroying them. It's like I have to avoid shame as much as possible. But like, what if they didn't? What if they actually embraced it and worked through it? More more on that later, okay? But there's this aspect of like, hey, no one's actually taught the narcissist how to be able to respond to guilt and shame effectively. Instead, it just controls their life, okay? Then you have parents that are like over-enabling, like treating the person like the center of the universe, and then they grow up, and it's like, no wonder they're the center of the universe because that's how they've been trained. Okay. Then you might have, you know, parents that are overbearing of like not letting the kid experience anything. And so as a result, the kid then rages out, the kid then lashes out, the kid then, you know, rebels, all this kind of stuff and continues moving forward of like, okay, enough of this. It's all about me. Okay. Hopefully that didn't overwhelm with like a bunch of different things, but I'm trying to give you an idea of like we see people in households that look like good households. But one comes out an empath, one comes out a narcissist. okay And you're like, wait a second, how does that make sense? Well part of it goes back to that dynamic of how they actually understand guilt and shame. And what I have you understand is there's a lot of households out in the world today that look great but in reality what's happening behind closed doors is triangulation is gaslighting. Is pitting one kid against the other. There's a whole lot of different things of like trying to make the kids look a certain way or have certain image so they appear better to their society, to their friends, to their family, to their church. Okay. But a lot of that gets swept under the rug and we don't really talk about that. We're just like, oh yeah, they just came out that way. A lot of times they didn't just come out that way. They came out that way. They came out a certain way and they were developed into the person that they actually are today. I still believe firmly and, and wholeheartedly that children are product of their upbringings which is why different kids turn out different ways because of how parents interact with them, how they develop. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, I, I think I think it is true in the, in the regards to the research does suggest that certain genetic factors can influence an individual's likelihood of developing those traits. But those traits might remain dormant or they might be like underneath the surface until triggered by spe, spe, uh, specific events. Okay, if they're not triggered, then it might just continue through life and everything's fine. Okay, but narcissism does develop early on. So if you're wondering, hey, I've been with a narcissist for 20 years. I'm feeling narcissistic. You're not going to be developing this aspect of narcissism later on in life. It's typically early on in life. It might get exposed through different events, but you're typically not becoming a narcissist. If anything, you're developing or you're having narcissistic fleas, which are different traits that you pick up from the narcissist in an effort to survive that then as you get out you're like wait a second like maybe I'm the toxic one maybe I'm the bad person because of x y and z a lot of times there's survival mes- mechanisms but if you're at the place where you're like hey I'm I'm feeling this or I'm seeing this reach out for help because we want to get you help to try to be able to work through whatever trauma whatever abuse whatever things are happening in your life to help set you free mentally emotionally physically spiritually all the things okay so then you also have like the impact of parenting on narcissistic development A lot of studies indicate that parenting styles and the quality of early attachment can significantly impact the child's development and their personality. I remember one study that I was reading that was talking about how the connection with the primary caregiver impacts the amount of gray matter in the brain specifically for the aspect of developing empathy, developing that connection to other people. And so you have like early on childhood where the narcissist is disconnected from the primary caregiver, like that doesn't develop as much or for some people like not at all. So that is like another environmental factor that's actually coming into the play of like, hey, this is going to predispose this person of what's going to happen down the road. So like think of it this way, children raised by overly indulgent or neglectful parents may develop narcissistic traits as a coping mechanism to seek attention, to compensate for lack of emotional support or emotional neglect. These are different nuances with it that all stem from this aspect of parenting. Now, is this me blaming the parents? No. A lot of parents do the best job that they can, and as a result, like the kids come out a good way or a bad way because it's not just only that. The kids also have decisions to make. But there's a lot of parents that have good intentions, but the intent doesn't match up with the impact that they're actually having on their kids' lives because they might not be helping them in a way they think they need to be helped, or they might be just trying to parent how they were parented and not realize that it's not actually helping their kids grow, develop, and mature into the person they're called to be, okay? Now, you might have this where a child grows up with the parents who constantly prioritize their own needs over the child's emotional well-being. Like, it's all about them. Maybe they're narcissistic. Maybe they're just selfish. Who knows? Maybe they're a drug addict. Maybe there's someone who's stuck in a certain way of life. Like This is more important than anything else. Okay, But if they prioritize that, if they put this over the child's emotional well-being, a lot of times they're going to start to look for external validation. They're going to develop different narcissistic tendencies because they're like, ah, this is how I'm going to cope. So like, when people are like, hey, how do I help my kid not turn out to be like his dad? How do I help him not turn out to be a narcissist? A huge part of that is actually working through their emotions because they don't get that from the narcissistic side, but they can get that from you of a healthy side of saying like, hey, if you can engage with your kid with their emotions, if you can help them process their emotions, like they have less tendency to actually go down the road and become abusive or mean or awful in this regard because they've actually been able to learn how to help like correctly process emotions, how to work through those in a positive way. The hard part is doing that takes a lot of patience from the parent because then we're talking about actually sitting down and dealing with their emotions or being in a store and having the kid like cry and scream and you're trying to work through their emotions when they seem like they're just out of control. You're like, Hey, I need to help them process stuff because they don't know how to process stuff. They haven't grown to the level of where to be able to process stuff. And to be honest, there's a lot of people that have kids that we didn't learn how to process stuff. So as a result, like learning how to help our kids process stuff is really training ourselves. Of like, how can I be calm in this situation because I'm struggling because I'm worried about what other people are thinking. It's a lot of different nuances with it, okay? Narcissism as a whole is a defense mechanism, okay? This isn't meant to be like, oh, woe is the narcissist, you know, like, like Like, love the narcissist, give them more love and like work on this, okay? This is just saying, like, this is what it is, it's a defense mechanism, okay? Majority of times I'll, I'll talk about it as an aspect of like trying to avoid shame. Of like, I need to make sure that I avoid this by doing whatever I can to protect myself from different feelings of vulnerability, inadequacy, shame, guilt, all these different things. And individuals who experience different types of trauma or sometimes emotional instability oftentimes adopt narcissistic traits of like, I need to do this to be able to shield myself, to be able to protect myself from further harm. Uh, I had this experience even just a little while ago of like where I was actually working with this piece of like shame, trying to understand it, okay? Uh, I'll talk about this more in another video. But the whole goal was like, hey, in my mindset, my mindset was like, I would rather like kill the experience, kill the feelings than I would be vulnerable to them. Like that was like actively going on like in my mindset of like, okay, this is what I need to do to protect myself. And I'm like, wait a second, like there's nothing to protect. It's just me trying to run away from being vulnerable. Think of of it as by growing up in a household where the person faced constant criticism. Emotional abuse during childhood may develop a grandiose sense of self and self-image and the excess need for admiration to compensate for the deep-seated feelings of worthlessness. Okay, again, not toting that as a way of like, hey, let's put the narcissists as victims. Okay, I've never took that stance, never will. They still have choice of the actions. They still choose to abuse or not to abuse because they do it around different people. Okay. So need to be able to use this as a way of like just because I'm trying to help you understand narcissism and understand where they come from, doesn't mean that I'm saying, hey, love them more to be able to fix it. They still need to be held accountable. They still need to be able to see, like, even though this is the root cause of narcissism and it's essential to be able to see that, it's equally important to hold them accountable for the actions and seek appropriate help for yourself and also intervention of the like, how do I actually deal with this, how do I actually move away from this. If you want help with this one-on-one you can go to rawmotivations.com you can click the link in the bio to be able to access some of our challenges because we want to be able to help you grow change and develop into the person you're called to be apart from the abuse you've had to suffer